many, many topics. Not really. Uh, just, uh, I'm not going to run down the entire president's pre- press briefing today. Um, you know, they they have these models or forecasts, if you will, um, predictions of where the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, Wuhan, China virus, whatever you want to call it, is going to take the United States. Um, and some of the numbers are confusing to those in the press corps. Um, the uh, first analyses from what the way I understood it, and I think I understood it better than the people in the press corps did, um, with the measures that were taken, they, pro- they were projecting like 240,000 American deaths. Uh, today, the model has been updated and they're down to about 100,000 American deaths because of the things that different states have done. Um, this bell curve that we keep seeing, you know, there was initially they thought if we did nothing, there'd be this huge spike and then a quick drop off. Um, then, you know, as the federal, well, as President Trump introduced his guidelines, which were seen as a mandate by most people, um, and states started doing different things. We saw, you know, a gradual uptake. We're now, according to the experts on the coronavirus task force, we're going to start to see the uptake. And so you're going to see the the death toll go up. And then it's going to hit this peak. And it's going to start a slow downturn. And you're still going to see people die during that downturn time. But you're going to see the number of new cases drop off. Which means the number of uh, deaths will drop off. And they showed this curve going out into... Uh, June, and they said that, you know, we will still be experiencing uh, deaths during the month of June uh, as this, you know, fades itself out. Uh, As medications become available, you know, they're seeing great results from this hydroxychloroquine, which is not the same chloroquine that is in fishbowl cleaner. Idiots. Uh, nonetheless, hydroxychloroquine, chlor, uh, chloroquine, however the hell you say it, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and uh, the Z pack, zithromycin, and zinc, the vitamin zinc, put together. Sometimes uh, they add in a rescue inhaler. Not a rescue inhaler, uh, it's a treatment inhaler to open up your uh, bronchial tubes. You know, as these things start to take shape and the studies are showing that they are effective, you know, we're going to see fewer deaths until, you know, we get a vaccine 
uh, and even after the vaccine, there's still going to be people who get sick and die. That's how life ends. But uh, the press today, it's all, it was trending on Twitter. Uh, what was it? Trump cluster? Because the media in the audience wasn't understanding that these models they've been shown and that, you know, say Governor DeWine or President Trump, the models that they show change every day as more data is put into them. That's why they're a model or a forecast. It's a prediction of what will happen based on what is taking place currently. And a lot of people in the media, because in the media, because they're not very bright, are, are not understanding this. So I just wanted to clear that up. It's um, a model is not an exact replica or prediction of what's going to happen. Uh, then, as we social distance and as we find treatments the situation is going to evolve and change. And that's what these models are showing, that the curve is getting lower. The number of cases in the United States they're forecasting or predicting is getting lower. And the number of deaths that they're predicting is getting lower. But they did warn that by the... According to the models, you know, we're now seeing where this epidemic is starting to head on its up curve in the United States. And in the next two weeks, it's going to be really bad. And then it's going to start the downward, which, you know, we've seen the, the upward trend take a few months the downward trend is going to also take a few months and it'll never go away. Um, and these viruses and plagues will never go away. Um, they're always going to be out there. But that's what these models are. They are a forecast. Think of it as like a weather forecast. As the storm gets closer to you, the forecast becomes more accurate, but it's not exact. And so, you know, it, they're going to call Trump a liar in the press. Okay, let's say the next forecast predicts 100,000 American deaths and 101,000, 100,001 people die. They're going to say Trump lied, his forecasts were wrong, <coughs> and he was <coughs> a terrible president in the way he handled this. That's just how the media is. Okay. Let me be a political hack dick for one more minute and say... One of the reasons that there was a shortage or possible shortage of protective personal equipment, the hospital gowns, masks, 
uh, and face shields is because after the H1N1 breakout and the Ebola breakout, um, Obama and Biden did not replenish the national stockpile. Now, the plans that Trump and Congress have passed have that in them, a replenishing of the stockpile. Okay, so medications of all types will be replenished and expanded in our national stockpile of emergency equipment. Uh, surgical masks, M95 masks, personal protective equipment will all be replenished and added to in the national stockpile. So for the next emergency, America is prepared better. They're mapping this out because there was never a road map. So what this administration and what governors like Mike DeWine are doing are a map to, to the future leaders of our country and of our states of how to act in this situation. Okay. So. So. Next, let's get a, a wee bit into uh, some good old end times. You know, some I was raised Presbyterian, and I'm scratching my nose and smoking my cigar. It already went out because I was waving it around, so I got to relight. Um, but yeah. I went to um, Pentecostal uh, churches in college, and uh, there's a lot more hellfire and brimstone taught. But I, I don't know. I just want to play something from a from a televangelist. This little clip. It's, it's taken a Revelation 13. Some of you have already turned there. And the title of the message is The Mark of the Beast. Heard about two Christians that were standing by the side of a road holding up a sign that had the words written on it, The End is Near. The man drove by, shook his fist out of the window and said, You stupid religious idiots! Leave us alone. And then there was a screeching of tires and a loud splash. One of the Christians turned to the other and said, you think maybe we should just put up a sign that says, bridge out instead? <laughs> so the okay, that was kind of cute. Um, for those of that may not have come clear on the YouTube, so let me tell that joke again. Uh, Revelations 13 talks about the end times so the this joke uh there's two christians standing on the side of the road with a sign that says the end is near and a guy drives by and shakes his fist out the window and says why don't you christians leave us the rest of us alone 
And then a few seconds later, they hear the Christians hear the screeching of tires and a loud splash. And one turns to the other one and says, maybe we should hold up a simpler sign that just says bridge out. Oh my gosh, that's corny. Um, I thought that guy was going to go into some hellfire Satan's coming for you rant or something. But he told a little joke. Um, so I'm going to go with um, what I know of the Bible off the top of my head. And I've read it cover to cover a few times. Um, this most recent time, because of my high anxiety as it is, I kind of didn't read the book of Revelation. But, um, you know, the book of Revelation talks a lot about what's going to happen as the end nears and how the, the Antichrist will come along and make people think he is the Messiah. And it's going to be because um, of plagues. <clears throat> which now Trump has started referring to this coronavirus as a plague, not saying he's the Antichrist or the Savior, neither nor. What I'm saying is, the Bible talks about plagues. Uh, there are going to be several of them. I believe seven, actually. Uh, it talks about they're going to be uh, shaking. The earth is going to shake. And it talks about famine of locusts. And so we're seeing these things happen. And let me look at my notes before I get wound off track here. So in my lifetime... And in many people's lifetimes, I mean, you know, you had the bubonic plague, or sometimes called the black plague, you know, um, rose, what, how did we used to do that Dem demented little thing when we were kids? Millennials won't understand this, but Rosies, rosies, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. We used to hold hands and jump in a dance, like skip around in a circle while singing this, and then we'd all flop to the ground on our butts and then play like duck, duck, goose or something. This is disturbing. You know what that rhyme is about? It's about the bubonic plague. Rosies, rosies, you get these rose-colored uh, rashes, pocket full of posies. They would stick flowers into people's pockets to offset the stench of dead, rotting flesh. And then they'd burn your body. And everyone was falling down from the plague. That's the a stupid nursery rhyme they taught me as a kid. No wonder my generation screwed up. Generation X, they used to call us. Anyhow, but in, in my life, I just jotted down some of the things that I remember. 
And as a youngster, I don't remember a lot of plagues or uh, epidemic viruses. We had, you know, flu, but it was just a normal flu. You went to the doctor, you got some medicine, you stayed home from school for a week, and that was it. Um, and around 1980, uh, I was four years old in 1980, uh, and I, I probably didn't catch on to it until I was older, but uh, the HIV-AIDS virus came along. And it started with um, a, mon a monkey somewhere in Africa. Someone, they think, ate this because it's a disease that is typically found in monkeys. And then, you know, AIDS broke out um, in, all over the world, and it's still at epidemic levels in some parts of Africa. Uh, here in the United States, through education, we've, we've kind of gotten it under control, and there are some medications uh, that can help uh, ramp up your immune system. Uh, AIDS stands for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. Uh, that was beaten into our heads in school and you know it was all it was beaten into our heads use condoms you know don't have sex until you're married <laughs> yeah we all listen to that one um at least we listen to the condom part of it or some of us do um and but then you know since 2000 ish, -ish we had the SARS virus outbreak uh, which was under George W. We had H1N1 or the swine flu. And then I think the next year was followed by like a bird flu epidemic. And then you had the Ebola uh, epidemic outbreak, which started uh, in Africa and r raged really rampantly, sadly, in Africa. And then it came to the United States uh, I think through somebody off a cruise ship, and that was an airplane. They came in through the Atlanta airport, and um, it spread through the United States. And you know, Obama and company, Joe Biden, and so on, they used up some of the national stockpile of uh, personal protective equipment. You know, the masks and the gowns and the face shields that doctors are clamoring for now, and they never replenished them after the Ebola uh, virus. But nonetheless, we had... Uh, uh, this is just what my memory in my lifetime. Uh, we had AIDS, followed by SARS, which was brought under control. Then we had H1N1, or the swine flu. Then we had a bird flu, somewhere under the Obama administration. Then uh, the next big one under President Obama's company was Ebola. Um, I, I guess you could say that, you know, AIDS and, yeah, AIDS happened kind of at the end of Jimmy Carter and throughout Ronald Reagan's presidency and into George H.W. Bush's. 
and through the you know mid to late 90s then in the early 90s because of education and uh tr and research it kind of came under control i don't say under control but it's not as bad now as it, it, it seemed like when I was a kid. Um, but now under Donnie Trump, Dapper Don, old Trumpy baby, we have this coronavirus. And this won't be the end of viruses, pandemics, plagues, uh, epidemics, whatever you want to call them. Uh, because humans are interacting more and more with one another uh, even though social media allows us to social distance uh, but we still travel the world more we are in the territory of wild animals more frequently and actually some wild animals are starting to take back their territory uh, you're seeing more and more bobcats and mountain lions and things in cities. Um, California is under a total lockdown. And I've heard in the streets of Oakland, they've seen packs of wild turkeys running through the streets. Um, in other cities that are completely shut down, wild bobcats um, are coming more and more into the city streets. Well, they used to be the bobcats forest before it was a city street. Um, but they're prowling around saying, like, where are all the humans? Where are all the cars? Hey, we got free reign again. Uh, but, you know, you're seeing more and more of these biblical things. Uh, links in the description. We're seeing a lot of earthquakes this year for some reason. Uh, in places I don't ever recollect having uh, an earthquake in my life. Places like Idaho have had a couple of earthquakes lately, you know, uh, that shook several states, not just Idaho, but that's where the epicenter was. Um, and there have been a few, link in the description. Uh, Texas is having earthquakes. So some of these things are talked about in the book of Revelation where the earth shakes. Interesting. Um, just on my rough count, you know, I've got one, two, three, four, five plagues. More, there are more to come. Uh, the book of Revelation says seven. Um, now, down in East Africa, and it'll probably spread to other places, there's a good <coughs> good map, link in the description. <coughs> Locust. There's, they're calling it a plague, but in the Bible they call it a famine. Um Famine of locust in Kenya, Yemen, parts of Saudi not the whole countries, but parts. And you can see it's spreading. Um, but yeah, Kenya, Obama's home country. Not really. Obama's from Hawaii. 
Kenya, Yemen, Saudi Arabia. It's spreading into Iran uh, and Pakistan and India. Right on the Pakistani-India border uh, is a big cluster of uh, locust plague. Lo they're calling it a plague. It's a, uh, it's a famine, I think, is more the word. But anyways, uh, locusts. All these things are talked about biblically. Uh, and for those of you that don't know and don't understand, that during this time of uh, plagues and things, famines, earthquakes, at some point Jesus is going to come back in the sky and blow on a ram's horn and call all the Christians up to heaven where we're going to spend years worshiping God and preparing to come back and take over the earth and earth will become the new heaven and it will be ruled by God's people. Uh, and this will come at a time when the Antichrist, Jesus will, and the Christians will return on white horses with swords of fire to reclaim the earth from the Antichrist in an epic battle when the Antichrist turns on the Jews and starts the slaughter of God's people, the Jews. <coughs> so, that's kind of what is going on with um, some of these plagues viruses, famines, earthquakes. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. I'm a believer in Christ and a believer in the Bible. By no means do I know when the end is coming. And by no means do I know that this these things are signs of the end. Uh, the Bible is clear uh, in many many <coughs> chapter and verse that only God knows when the end is coming and will come like a thief in the night when we least expect it. It will come after the whole world has had the opportunity to hear the message and the good news of the gospel. And um, right now you have you know, Christian ministries in 210 countries, evangelists out there. So a lot of the world is hearing it. You know, the United Nations only recognizes like 191 countries, maybe. I know they don't have 210 member countries. So their Christians are out in more countries than the United Nations has members. So, uh, a, a lot's happening. I think uh, you need to go out and buy yourself um, the King James Version of the Bible because it's the truth. Uh, also, there's the Living Bible, uh, the New Living Translation Bible, the New International Version of the Bible. 
let me repeat those, King James, the Living Bible, the New Living Translation, and the New International Version. Uh, these are not politically correct versions of the Bible, and at some point I will be persecuted for believing them word for word, and if you accept Christ, you will be persecuted as well for uh, reading the Bible and believing it word for word. That's in Scripture, and it's happening already. Um, you know, you'll be called homophobic, xylophobic, xenophobic. I don't even know what that is. But anyways, I don't know what xenophobic, fear of the xylophone, xenophobic, I don't know. Um, but you're going to be persecuted for your belief in Christ. It's the, And let me tell you, the Bible is the living, breathing word of God. Uh, if it wasn't sitting too far away, I'd get up and show you my Bible. Of course, on the podcast, you couldn't see it anyway. But on YouTube, you could. Um you will see that my Bible is beat up because we've been through some spiritual wars together and it's protected me and saved me. I've got notes written in the margins. I have umpteen things highlighted. I have many things underlined. Um, I And I'm saying this because it's okay to underline and highlight your Bible and write notes. Like, uh, I'll look at something, uh, maybe I wrote 2003, this applied in the margin, and I'll look back and I'll remember what I was going through, I'll read that verse again, and it'll remind me of something I was going through in that period of my life, um, and sometimes, you know, life repeats itself, and what... I was going through then what I was going through back then that scripture will help me out again with the current problem so I, I encourage you to uh, if you can find a Bible store they're becoming fewer and fewer there used to be I mean, there was at least one or two in East Liverpool, Ohio, near where I live. There used to be a couple in uh, Boardman and Youngstown, Ohio. And, you know, they're shutting their doors because people aren't, you know, aren't buying Bibles, even though there are, you know, 11 versions out there. And they're politically correct versions where... Instead of saying mankind, which is reference to the human race, it says people kind or humankind. Uh, sometimes they say he slash she in reference to God, where God has always been referred to in the masculine form. Um, and it, it's just, you know, liars telling you what you want, what they think people want to hear. In this, you know, 21st political correct century. But get you a good Bible. Get a King James Bible. It's written in Old English. 
So there's things like hither and thither, and thee and thou, uh, ye, ye, instead of you. Um, but you'll figure it out. You're smart. And if you can't figure out, you have Google there to help you figure out what that thee and thou and hither and thither mean. So, uh, it, and then, of course, like I said, I read from the Living Bible. It, I believe it was written the year I was born. And it's a translate, it's a modern translation of the King James Bible. And then um, another one that was always big in my church as we were growing up was uh, the New International Version. So, you know, you have different Bibles out there that you can go by. And you can get them at Barnes & Noble. But I would not ask one of the Barnes & Noble booksellers. I would write down uh, King James Bible if I were you. And, and I would write down, you know, Lit Living Bible or New International Version of the Bible. And get one of those three. Um, because they're accepted by most good Bible-based churches as being accurate and being blessed and so on. You don't want to get... Haley, sit, please. I'm I'm spreading the word of God here. And you want pet it. Come here. Come get... Sit. 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 There. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> my dog's telling me to wrap the show up. I've gone on about the King James, the Living Bible, and the New International Version long enough. Um, you know, God will get you through the hard times. Jesus Christ will get you through the tough times. Uh, they're one and the same. The Bible is the living, breathing Word of God in your hand. Uh, I, it used to, I had a B-I-B... L-E, basic information before leaving earth. That's kind of what the Bible is. It's the, the manual for getting into heaven through Christ. So with that, folks, this is the end of the podcast and YouTube. God bless you. Pray for one another. Pray for our political leaders, no matter what the party lines God bless you and have a great day.